Welcome to the Xi Omega Chapter Centennial Podcast Series. Xi Omega, a century of sisterhood and service. I am Raven L. Hill, president of Xi Omega Chapter, the first and largest graduate chapter of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated in Washington, D.C. For 100 years, Xi Omega has led with exceptional sisterhood and exemplary service. Two Alpha Kappa Alpha founders were among the 20 visionaries who chartered our chapter in 1923. Through the years, Xi Omega has been home to several AKA founders, three AKA international presidents, and six North Atlantic regional directors. From our original 20 charter members to now almost 700 members, we are committed to continuing our legacy of sisterhood, scholarship, and service in line with our mission to meet the needs of a dynamic and ever-changing world. Join us as we travel through the decades, exploring Xi Omega's growth and service legacy in our nation's capital and the global community. Each episode will showcase Xi Omega's contributions through narration, conversations, and interviews with our illustrious chapter members against the backdrop of the culture, politics, and music that encompass the African-American experience of those times. So we ask that you sit back, relax, and enjoy as we bring you Xi Omega, a century of sisterhood and service. Evening. I'm speaking to you tonight to give you a report on the state of our nation's economy. I regret to say that we're in the worst economic mess since the Great Depression. Welcome to the 1980s. Ronald Reagan serves two terms as President of the United States. He contends that tax relief for the wealthy and for corporations will stimulate the economy and create new jobs. Instead, there is a deep recession in 1982, which has a significant impact on the lives of residents in Washington, D.C. The early 80s saw the rise of the human immunodeficiency virus and the syndrome it caused, acquired immunodeficiency syndrome, HIV-AIDS. The disease spreads rapidly and impacts every sector of society, with communities of color experiencing a disproportionate burden of the impact. By the late 1980s, HIV-AIDS was the number one global threat to public health. This news service will be called the Cable News Network and will program continually updated half-hour segments of national news, business news, sports and features 24 hours a day. During the 1980s, CNN becomes the first 24-hour cable news network. Howard University launches the first public broadcasting television station licensed to an HBCU, an historically black college or university. Music bursts into the cable TV industry as MTV broadcasts music videos highlighting rock stars. The 1980s saw several firsts. Jesse Jackson became the first African-American male to run for president of the United States. Georgetown University's John Thompson, Jr. is the first African-American coach 
to win the NCAA Basketball Championship. In 1988, Doug Williams, playing for the Washington, D.C. football team, is the first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Alpha Kappa Alpha member Felicia Rashad co-stars in The Cosby Show, spotlighting a professional black family. For four years in a row, it is the most watched television program. We are sorors and we're striving. We have to work. Sometimes we have to cry. We have to hold on to Alpha Kappa Alpha. And we'll keep holding on until we die. Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated celebrates a milestone 75 years. The Diamond Jubilee International Conference is held in Washington, D.C. in 1984. Xi Omega members serve as chairman and co-chairman, supported by many members of the chapter. The early 1980s found Xi Omega chapter settling into a new home that would elevate the chapter's ability to serve the community. Xiomega member Iris McCollum Green talked with Xiomega member Cheryl Parker, who, at the time, is the chapter's recording secretary and one of the signatories on the purchase documents. One of Xiomega's most significant actions in the 1980s was the purchase of a new home, its current sorority house located at 4411 14th Street Northwest. The building was renovated under the supervision of the African-American architecture firm, Bryant & Bryant. Prior to relocating, Xiomega owned a building on what would have been dubbed as Sorority Fraternity Row on New Hampshire Avenue Northwest, Delta Sigma Theta, Zeta Phi Beta sororities, as well as Alpha Phi Alpha and Kappa Alpha Psi fraternities own houses in the DuPont Circle area. This new Xi Omega Center provided chapter members with a vast array of opportunities to engage with the community. This new and larger building afforded Xi Omega the opportunity to engage with members of the community. An example is our longest running program of service, Monday Activities, started as our outreach to retirees and senior citizens from the community and chapter. Its theme is turning Blue Mondays into pink and green splendor and featured bridge classes, Spanish classes, arts and crafts, games, and exercise. We also provided a nutritious lunch. During Cheryl Parker's tenure as Xi Omega president in the late 1980s, the chapter partnered with the D.C. public school system to adopt four neighborhood schools. Ms. Parker details the services the chapter provided its partner schools. The four neighborhood schools were Roosevelt High School, McFarland Junior High School, now Middle School, Pepworth, and Powell Elementary Schools. The chapter provided scholarships to Roosevelt High School graduates, conducted a health fair, and participated in the host program. A family day was also held at Roosevelt, during which students and their families were offered opportunities to receive information on jobs, health, businesses, colleges, and careers. I was very proud of our involvement because I worked as a librarian at Roosevelt High School. 
At McFarland, the chapter provided a food bank. At Petworth and Powell, a summer enrichment camp and health fairs were conducted. Some of the other programs I Omega sponsored for DC children were vision screenings, a project conducted in collaboration with the Prevention of Blindness Society in which children ages three to seven years were screened for eye problems, a summer reading program, and a teenage pregnancy workshop. Ziomega president from 1986 to 1989, Cheryl Parker. Throughout the 1980s, Marion S. Barry Jr. served as mayor of the District of Columbia. He was among Ziomega's guests in 1981 at the laying of the cornerstone of its new home, located at 4411 14th Street Northwest. Ziomega continues its community outreach and social justice activism. With a keen interest in children, Ziomega members work with the Saturday School at whatever place they could get, a member's home, the basement of a church, wherever they could teach young people math, science, and reading to help improve their skills. Ziomega members are socially astute and civic-minded. They participate in the 20th anniversary of the 1963 March on Washington. Operation Big Vote, a national program to register minority voters, is another effort which chapter members support. In addition to marching on the U.S. Capitol in support of voter registration, chapter members hold voter registration drives at the Ziomega Center. The Free South Africa and anti-apartheid movements began in earnest in 1984. None of us are free until all of us are free, became the rallying cry, said Ziomega President Evelyn Gray, as more than 60 Ziomega members joined daily protests against apartheid at the South African Embassy. Three Ziomega members are arrested for trespassing during one protest. To be arrested for this cause was a badge of honor. During this same period, Alpha Kappa Alpha develops other avenues to impact the lives of African countries and adopts more than 27 African villages. Ziomega adopts a village in Niger called Wallam. The chapter partners with the organization AfriCare to help Wallam get a well for their water hydration project. In 1988, Ziomega chapter establishes the Ziomega Educational Foundation. It is the fundraising arm of Ziomega with a mission to provide scholarships to deserving college-bound high school seniors in the Washington metropolitan area. During the 1980s, three remarkable women served as president and helped build Ziomega. Ozeal Shine Brown was Ziomega's 26th president serving from 1980 to 1981. 
she signed the deed to purchase Xiomega's current location and conceived the HOSTS program, which stands for Helping One Student to Succeed, a mentoring program for young girls. Evelyn T. Gray served as Xiomega's 27th president from 1982 to 1985. Numerous community activities were initiated during her tenure, including the Saturday School and Monday activities. Chapter members also gave generously of their time and money to senior centers and sickle cell anemia research. Cheryl Parker, 28th president of Xiomega, served from 1986 to 1989. During her presidency, Xiomega organized a Partners in Education Pact with four schools in the community to offer scholarships, summer enrichment camps, food banks, vision screening, and teen pregnancy workshops. A century of sisterhood and service. The decade of the 1980s is brought to you by Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, Xiomega Chapter. Executive producer, Ayana Roche. Director of research, Bonnie Jones Moon. Content producers, Iris McCollum Green and Sharla Glass. Podcast editorial board, Nadine Eads, Lavdina Orr, Etta Williams. Copy editors, Sharon Anderson and Carmelia L. Rush. Podcast theme by Paul Bailey with the Howard University Jazz Ensemble under the direction of Fred Irby III. Technical production, Ashley Donald. I'm Diane Johnson. This is Xiomega President Raven L. Hill again to thank you for listening to this month's episode of the Xiomega Centennial Podcast, A Century of Sisterhood and Service. We hope you found it informative as well as entertaining and that you will recommend it to your family and friends. We have dedicated a great deal of time to ensure that our centennial events are thought-provoking and interesting, and we hope you will have an opportunity to see some of the activities we have planned. To stay up to date with our calendar of events, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and online at akaxo.org. Don't forget to join us for next month's podcast episode on the 23rd as we continue our centennial journey from 1923 to 2023.